0: Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker.
1: Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team. Hey, Yetta, can I trade a coffee for a house?
0: Welcome to the Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And another episode where we get to share techniques, thoughts, tools, and even some tips that we all deserve. We all need. You, I, everyone, so we can turn our house into home where our th- families thrive and we live the best life possible.
1: That's what I want. Me
0: too. We are. We're doing <laughs> the thing. So to answer your question, Ken Decker... Can you trade a coffee for a house? (laughs) The short answer is yes. Or you could be like Kyle McDonald, who traded a- Who's
1: Kyle McDonald? Come mm, on.
0: Kyle McDonald in 2005, I believe it was, in July, he sat at his office desk pondering what he could trade a red paperclip for.
1: Oh, if it's red he could trade for a lot.
0: Right, because red's neutral and red is red, the color and red is passion and fire and relationship yes, not, and not
1: everybody has a red paper clip, and some people covet to have a red paper clip.
0: Well, he started with a Kyle started with a red paper clip. And after only fourteen trades. Fourteen. Fourteen trades. What did he get? In a- just did, under a year. Whoa, get, whoa, whoa, did, did he get a stapler? He ended up with a pen at one point. His first trade was a
1: pen. You got a pen for a paperclip? Fish shaped pen. Oh, that's a pretty good trade. Right. Anyway, he had, you find it on YouTube. It's a
0: great story, actually. But at the end of the day, he traded for a house. 14 trades later, and he had a house to live in instead of a red vinyl coated paperclip in less than a year. Just under a year. Wow. And so you can't trade 14 coffees and get a down payment for a house. It's going to take a little more than 14 coffees or 14 trades of a coffee for saving the money. And yet, if you can save or trade, it's really just a trade. What are you willing to trade your coffee for?
1: Yeah. Like, are you willing to trade it for a glass of water? Are you mm-hmm. willing to trade it for coffee that you made at home instead of buying out at you know one of the expensive shops? Two, or- three, five dollars a cup, depending mm-hmm. on where you're buying it. Right. Yeah, my problem is I don't drink coffee, but I'll drink a hot chocolate. And when right. I have a hot chocolate, then I need something to eat with it. Right. So then my hot chocolate, depending on where I buy it, anywhere from two dollars to six dollars, and then you add a treat with it. It's amazing the word treat because it's not really good for me. But I consider it a treat. Now I'm up to like close to $10. Or more.
0: And so what you're going to learn on this episode is how we can trade something that is seemingly really unimportant. While you might say my coffee is really important. (laughs) And I would tell you that maybe there's a less expensive way to still get your deluxe coffee. I mean, my favorite drink is a matcha tea. And if you haven't had one, you might not want one because it is an acquired taste. Ken says, no,
1: thank you. Now, even matcha is expensive. Very. But you do it economically. You buy it in a, a bigger quantity. A kilo. A kilo. And that lasts you like a year. Yeah. And then we make it at home and put it in a thermal cup and you sip on it. And that's your, your hot beverage. Now, they had these things They came out. I think they still sell them. They're called, I think it's a brand name, Thermos. Yes. Yes, the Thermos would keep things hot for five hours, six hours, ten yeah. hours. And they, remember when they used to have the big ones and you'd have a cup on top and you'd open it up, you'd pour yourself a cup, close the lid, and that was your coffee break.
0: Yes, it was. Or your tea break. Yeah. Or your hot chocolate break. So it's not just about the beverages. What we're really talking about today, which has me jazzed, because I have seen the reality of this, not only with Kyle McDonald that he traded a paperclip and eventually after 14 trades had a house.
1: What kind of things did he trade for though? It doesn't
0: matter. Inquiring minds need to know. Well, then you can go Google it. I could give all 14. There's actually this beautiful little schematic where he shows what date he traded what for. I mean, a Kiss Globe a globe, a snow globe by kiss was one of his trades that everybody's
1: like the band. Yeah.
0: And everybody said, "Eh, bad choice, buddy. And he said, no, no, you, I know something you don't know. So sometimes it's the thing that you know that with your trade, that's going to be the difference maker. So if you knew, if you actually did the calculation, how many coffees or maybe snacks out, or maybe it's magazines for you, maybe you don't drink water out. Maybe you are great and you always have your water bottle, your safe water bottle, so you're not drinking plastic bottles that the water, the stuff leaches into the water. So you've already got it under control. You've already economized, you're making great choices with your beverages, you pack a lunch. I mean, Dan, our producer... He packs a lunch every time I see him. I sometimes want to go in his lunch (laughs) and kind of see what's in there so I could take something uh, out. Yeah,
1: especially last time he had Rice Krispie squares, (laughs) and I coveted his Rice Krispie squares. Oh, my goodness. Okay.
0: (laughs) So whether it's – maybe it's not food for you. Maybe it's a magazine, as I said, or maybe it's colored pens. My thing is colored pens. Pens. I like colored pens. So it I f- could
1: trade something really valuable from you if I brought you a nice assortment of colored pens?
0: Maybe. Well we're not talking about you and me right now. We're talking about what are you, what are you willing to trade for to allow some small amounts of money, what seemingly seems unimportant, to accumulate into an investment account. Into an investment account for the purpose of maybe it's buying your first home. I just had, we just did a show the other day on our 15 at 15 for life, which is a 15 minute live that we do the first and third Wednesday of every month at 12 15 if you're EST. And we talk about kinds of cool things, kind of expand the conversations we're having with you on life's inside track, or maybe we expand them here. Anyway. We have a dialogue that just goes a little bit in a different direction maybe, and somebody popped on with a question and said, I've been trying to save a down payment for a really long time, and I can't get ahead of the increases in the market with my saving. My saving speed pales in comparison to the escalation in prices and how much more money I need for my down payment. And I said, would you please, please private message me? Let's have a conversation. You already, or just call me on my cell. You know my cell, just give me a call. And let's have a conversation because I can pretty much promise you that we can find hundreds of dollars every month that's being utilized for something that you would be willing, you would be willing to trade up Mm. to add to your investment account, to trade up for maybe it's your first house, maybe it's an investment property, or maybe it's your second house. Maybe it's your dream home. Maybe it's a cottage. It doesn't really matter where you are. What are you
1: willing willing to to trade? trade. Mm -hmm. What are you willing to trade? Because this person wrote a quote, Ralph Ransom. He said, life is a series of steps. Things are done gradually. Once in a while, there's a giant step like buying a house. It's big. But it's the little steps that lead up to it. He says, but most of the time we're taking small, seemingly insignificant steps on the stairway of life. What if we could pay off? What if I could
0: pay off? What if you could pay off your mortgage seven years early?
1: That would be fabulous.
0: It would. We've created for you access to over 503 Inside track episodes where we share insider tips, how to create harmony in life, how to have peace of mind when you're growing your wealth. And the great news is, you can get access to this stuff from the home,
1: from the office, or even on the go. Yes. So, won't it take a lot of money and effort to pay my mortgage off seven years early? Seven years early. That's if you don't leverage it again for
0: something else. But let's just not get distracted. Because on this episode, we're, what we're going to learn is how we actually can, how you can actually pay off your mortgage seven years early. And to answer your question, Ken, it will not take you extra money. In fact, overall, it will take you less money
1: now and I'm listening.
0: less time. Now, it will require some... Seemingly insignificant small shifts in behavior, small mindset shifts, and small
1: money choices so, that make a big difference. Right. So it's, it's going to, I'm going to pay less money. Yeah. And I'm going to pay it sooner.
0: Correct. Overall, it'll be less money and you will be paying some of it sooner. So one of the strategies that we, we have used and we have coached. Hundreds and hundreds of clients. I wish we should we should record how many. But sometimes people do and they don't even tell us. Yeah, I man, that's not like a real number, right? <laughs> when you've helped over 2,780 families, how many of those and then how many people that have listened to Life's Inside Track have taken the insight and then done the strategy? Or maybe if they read your book, The Wealth Formula, it shares the same strategy. So we've been sharing this for probably – Close to thirty years. So what you're
1: saying is it's actually a formula. Yeah, it works every time you right? apply these things. It's foolproof. Even
0: you couldn't mess <laughs> it up. <laughs> I know you. I waiting. knew you were going there. I was
1: speechless. I was waiting for it. Waiting for it. <laughs> and, and then there it was. Bang, Even
0: it I could do it. <laughs> oh. And did. And so it's simple. The first piece, though, is mm-hmm. just. Make your payments, and maybe you're already doing this. Most people already do this, and if you're not doing this, you'll want to do this because you won't really notice the difference in the money going out, especially if you right. get paid biweekly anyway.
1: Yeah, if you get paid biweekly as opposed to monthly, mm-hmm. if you get paid monthly, this can hurt a little bit because on, <clears throat> on two months of the year, you're going to have three payments instead of two payments. But if you're paid bi-weekly, then you have a mortgage payment of a smaller amount every two weeks. You just line it up so it happens a few days after your payday. And it's totally painless, easy to budget. Everything's great. And if you're self-employed, you've got to be really good with your money anyway, so
0: that this is really a easy additional strategy to what you're already doing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So you're just... Making biweekly payments on your mortgage rather than monthly payments, so, so that's tip
1: I, so, one. Yeah, but let's uh, let's talk about the math behind that because oh please because what happens is if you make monthly payments you make twelve payments correct which if you divide in half which a lot of people go well if it's two weeks and it's half a month but it doesn't quite work out that way uh, that would be twenty four payments but when you do biweekly it's every two weeks which is fifty two weeks in a year. Divide by two is 26, and 26 um, divided in half is 13. So it's like you made 13 monthly payments, and that's why it accelerates the payment of your mortgage. You pay more principal, and thus later on there's less interest, and it starts to accelerate and accumulate. It's like a snowball effect. It works faster and faster. So that's one. And then the other
0: one is – This means you got to be a little bit on the ball, so to speak. And that's create a little snowball fund working for you rather than against you. And that is to put money aside every month so that when at the end of the year, when you can make your annual additional contribution to your mortgage pay down 10%, 15%, 20%, it depends on your mortgage. So you actually care... About your mortgage privileges when you 're getting a mortgage just as much
1: as you do the interest mm-hmm. rate with a mortgage that 's prepayment privileges can be important, especially mm-hmm. if you 're bonused once a year or something like that. Um, the other or way is, is instead of saving it up month after month mm-hmm. if you find you have you know an extra whatever the amount of the mortgage payment is. You can do a double up payment. You can do it mm-hmm. once. You can do it every month or every two weeks until, they, until you tell them stop doing it. I'm out of money kind of thing. <laughs> um, but that's a great way to accelerate. Now, you might take a mortgage from 25 years. If you do double up payments and you're doing the, the every two weeks payments, you might cut it down to half the amount of time.
0: Yeah, we're saying seven years on average. We're saying if you don't utilize all these strategies, but you utilize most of these strategies, you're going to save about seven years on the length of your mortgage. If you use them all, oh my goodness, y- you decide. I mean, we paid our one-off in 10 by really utilizing these strategies.
1: Yeah, and the the final strategy that worked really well is um, no. Mind you, we did this strategy and there was maybe more urgency because interest rates were higher. We started at 10% and then it went down to 7% and that's when we decided instead of having a 20-year mortgage, we would actually change it to 15 years. So, we shortened the amortization because the interest rate went down. Our payment didn't, it went up like 70 bucks a month or something. It wasn't much. And then we, we applied some of the, you know, the, the one-time payments. And when it came to the end of that 15 years, we... We, we
0: were done before. There was just a
1: small amount of money. Like, yeah, we, we paid it off. And so we really chopped 10 years off of our mortgage. Mm-hmm. So shorter amortization, if you can afford the payment great way to go. Nobody says you have to take a 25-year mortgage. You could take a 10-year mortgage.
0: Right. And so you just want to look at your payment. I mean, the the rule of thumb is how do you live below your means, not at your means? Now, when we got into our first house and it was about 16% interest, that wasn't our first house. That was our second house that was at 10%. Our first one was more like 16 and just not too many years before that. We're talking early 80s here. The interest rates were like crazy. They were on the either side of twenty percent, and so depending on what your interest rate is, it will obviously you might want to have a longer amortization when it's a higher interest rate, and then rejig things when it comes up renewal, or keep a variable rate so that you can ditch that when the interest Mm -hmm. rates drop.
1: You know what's really neat is that that paying every two weeks instead of monthly, Mm -hmm. when the interest rate is high, makes a Bigger difference than when the interest rate is low. It's Mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah.
0: So paying off your mortgage early can give you a fair bit of peace of mind and what it can do from my perspective, and again, we've watched hundreds of families do this, is get access to equity that's sitting in their house anyway now, and then they use it for
1: investing. Yeah, not only have we watched them, we actually guided them.
0: (laughs) But we get to watch it too. We get to be part of the journey. It's so super exciting. So what would your counsel be, Ken, as people are listening to this going, I've got some more Mm -hmm. cash in my house than I thought I did because I've been doing everything you've just
1: recommended. Well, you may want to speak with us. Mm -hmm. Um, You can give us a call. Or the other thing is also talk with your financial advisor and get a financial advisor who's not just getting paid because you buy you know, stocks or mutual funds or something. They get paid from that. You want someone that gives you a global picture of your portfolio, like what real estate assets should you have, what investments, and the whole shoot and match.
0: Is a third of a percent big enough? to actually make a difference, to make a significant difference?
1: That's a great question.
0: So we're excited that for over 30 years we've been journeying with you and you've been journeying with us on just creating a life that makes sense to you, that makes sense to your family, that makes sense to, for what's up for you in your life. And we get to do it in real estate terms and really underneath every real estate decision is a family that's in harmony. Because if you make a decision that doesn't work for your family, why bother? That's true. So we're excited that for over 30 years, we've been able to journey alongside you. And this conversation allows us to even go a little bit deeper than we have on some of the shows. Yeah.
1: So when you talk about a rate of return or an interest, mm-hmm. like one-third percent, it's, it's seemingly very small.
0: It is very small.
1: Yes, and How often is that one third uh, percent calculated? If it's calculated daily, and I get a third percent on one day, and then the next day I get another third percent, and the next day I get another third percent, wow, my money is going to quadruple in a matter of a year or two.
0: Right. So what we're going to learn on this episode, even though in real estate – our money does not grow at the rate of a third of a percent every day or even every
1: week, right? No, it doesn't. It's only every month. Yeah, usually about once a month because in Ottawa – and sometimes it's all in one month, and then sometimes right. it doesn't really go up for a few months or right. six months so or we're a year. averaging this conversation. Yes. And if you go back, you know, 50 years, for instance – it averages in the Ottawa market about four percent. Right now, this last year, we're having very last different two years. last two years, very
0: different conversation. And yet, it, we want to look at the bigger picture because these numbers are not sustainable. Ottawa right. market has proved it, and so has pretty much every other market that has escalated quickly for a period of time. It's not sustainable. It doesn't mean that the market's going, the bottom's going to fall out of the market, and it's all going to disappear. It means this may be the new baseline and then, or maybe a little correction, and then we're going to go back to our basic third percent
1: per month, yeah, and year maybe, over year. And you know what? Maybe it's four or five years it doesn't go up.
0: Yeah. It maybe. just stays
1: where it is because we've had quite a number of years previously where the, the increase was one, two percent. And so there's been some catch up in part of that, but I think we're ahead of the catch up now. We are ahead of the catch up right yeah. now. So if Ottawa averages 4%, then you, you might say to me, well, why is that a significant enough number to make a huge difference? Well, the, the reason it makes a huge difference is most people don't buy their house cash. They don't pay <laughs> 100% of the cost of it.
0: Right. So if you're buying right now, the average house in Ottawa is over $700,000. Wow. I know. So I don't know, what number do you want to work with as you do your illustration and your example?
1: Well, let's let's work with uh, maybe a starter home. Okay. Um, we just sold one at about 500. It was a nice, uh, con- like not a condominium, it was freehold. We just sold one at 400 too. Yep. So they still exist. Even if the mm-hmm. average is 700, there's still some affordable homes. So for ease of use, let's use 500.
0: Okay. You is it, like that for, math because the math, math is going to yeah. be. Because if you're listening to us, you got to follow. So if you don't have a pen in hand, you might want to go grab one. Now, if you're driving, don't do it. If you're sitting at your desk. I would say do it. If you're working from home, I would say do it. Grab a piece of paper. Grab a pen. We'll give you a couple seconds. And the great news is because these are on YouTube because you've got access to over 503 episodes, you can just go on the Decker Team YouTube channel anytime and watch this as many times as you want and Mm -hmm. take notes. You don't have to catch it right now. Yeah.
1: So let's say you've, you've got equity in another house or you've been saving for a while and you've got 20% down. So that's a hundred thousand dollars on a $500,000 house. Now the the rate, uh, the value goes up by four percent. So what's, on average, yeah. So on average, four percent on five hundred thousand is it's how much? Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. So what's twenty thousand return on a hundred thousand dollars? That would be twenty percent. Right. So that's a twenty percent rate of return on my investment. Now let's say. You haven't saved enough and you only have five or 10%, right? Mm-hmm. So if you have 5% down
0: mm-hmm.
1: on 500, that's 25,000. Right. And the, and the property went up how much? 20%, no. 20,000, 20, sorry, 20,000, yep. 4%, 20,000. Right. So I invested 25,000, my equity went up by 20,000. That's an 80% 80 increase. An
0: 80% increase on your money. And so that's the beauty. As many of our clients have said, and one actually said on our Life's Inside Track episode this week, and our 15 at 15, she actually said to us after listening and watching them, you know what? It's real. Like capital R, capital E, capital A, capital L. It's the real it's called real estate for a reason because it gives you real returns because it's not just on the well, it is on the whole amount, but it you could have invested just a portion because it's leveraged, leverage safely. Don't over leverage, be wise with how much you leverage. I mean,
1: if yeah, you go, leverage works the opposite way. If right. if you put in five percent and the value goes down five percent. You actually lost all your money, right? Technically, if you went to sell it, right? The reason real estate is so advantageous Mm -hmm. is: A, you don't sell it every day, you know, you don't day trade real estate, you keep it long-term, right? And then you actually get to live in it, right? So you have shelter
0: because you would have had to pay rent anyway. So if you're wise about how you do this thing. You could actually pay less on a mortgage, let it increase your equity based on the overall value of the piece of Mm -hmm. real estate, not just your, so it's leveraged and give shelter and pay less than you would have if you were renting.
1: Yes. And the other thing, yeah. And it's shelter in more than one ways because Mm. the growth is in your principal residence right now. It's not taxable. That's sheltered from tax. That's a beautiful way. Now, there's a little tool. I use it. It's called the Rule of 72. It's Mm -hmm. not super accurate. It's just a generality. And what it says Mm -hmm. is you take 72 divided by the, the rate of return you're getting, and that's how many years it'll take for your money to double. Right. If you're doing calculations on it, it's so important, my money double. Well, it's important if you have an end goal it's important to know how many times you have to have your money double to reach that goal. Right. So if you want a plan, mm. you want a plan to buy a house, you want a plan to build wealth, then we probably should meet. And a great start, a great start is if you haven't
0: read the Wealth Formula book yet, the Rule of 72 is in there. I think it's on page 86. I could be wrong, but I think that's where it is. And it also lays out how leverage can work against you, right? It's seemingly insignificant, a third of a percent, but why not have even the seemingly insignificant rates of interest work for you rather than against you?
1: Now, it's, Theo Pappas, mm-hmm. I probably butchered his last name. Just,
0: I just said my buddy Theo.
1: Theo. My buddy Theo. Theo, Theo. said small does not mean Insignificant.
0: We're grateful to be your advocates in growing wealth and wisdom together on life's journey. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.